What's up, everybody? This is Oscar Barkas here with your boy, Sam McFadden. And welcome to episode nine of the SOS Fantasy Football Podcast. So Sam said it before the episode started. Week nine is like, or the ninth episode is like our Super Bowl. Yeah, it's a big one. You guys have been expecting a lot from us in the past episode, but we have to go above and beyond this time, so we'll give it our best. Yeah, so we're glad to be back. It's a Wednesday. We're finally back on shooting on a Wednesday after two weeks of just loss. I know. I'm all just, you fans have been screaming at us on Twitter, Yeah, uh, on on our on the comments and Spotify and everything, just, just laying it on We've us. We've heard it. We're back. Wednesday. Here we are. Let's go. So before we get started, I, uh, I've got a quick question for you, and it's more of a series of questions. So this week, we had the return of a few people that we've had high expectations for for a few years, and this year was the year that we finally all gave up. And so I'm going to mention all their stat lines, and then just let me know what you think. All right. So Corey Davis went 5 for 91 and a touchdown on 6 targets. Gerald Everett went 5 for 44 and 1 on 8 targets. Ronald Jones had 19 carries for 7 yards and a touchdown. Jordan Howard had 15 carries for 87 yards and two, three touchdowns. Um, I, I guess we'll go one by one through here. Corey Davis, uh, it's nice to see him finally do, do something, I guess. I, you can't count on him. Yeah, I mean, we've, you, can't, you can't really count on anyone in that offense. Uh, it's going to be so... It's, it's like it's the, the Texans in general are, are just... The Titans, excuse me. I was are, very offended by are, that comment. By are the just way. all up and down every week. They're the most confusing team in football. Um, if you have no one on your bench, I mean, I know I put a waiver claim out for him today because I was dropping James Washington. So if you have a guy like that on your bench, sure, drop him for Corey Davis. But in most leagues, he can stay on the he can he, stay on the waivers. Yeah, waivers. Yeah. The sad thing is he's so talented, but. When you have to depend on Marcus Mariota to put up passes for your number one option to catch, it's tough. Yeah, and it seems like AJ Brown is the more is the the higher favorite uh, target on the team as, as, as far so, as long so, bombs go so far uh, this season, anyway. Uh, so we'll see how it continues. Uh, definitely keep an eye. Super talent, uh, super talented guy. So if he can start breaking out, um, it'll be interesting. Gerald Everett, uh, I don't think this one. I don't really take in, take this one into account. It, I think it was a one game thing, really. You know, you'll probably see two or three games like this throughout the season. It comes with the territory of playing in that offense. He gets a, he. I mean, he gets a okay amount of snaps in the offense. Um, so targets are gonna find it, find their way to him eventually. It's all based on up on matchup, but I, you can't count on Gerald Everett for protection. No. No, and here's another super talented guy, but uh, the Rams are the highest users of the 11 personnel, which is three wide receivers, mm-hmm. um, right. and when you're doing that, most of the time your tight end is going to be used for blocking. Right. Uh, Ronald Jones, this was uh, good to see. He's the, I mean, he's the more talented back in that backfield, but <laughs> I mean, he had a good game in week two as well. No, weeks one and three he had good games. Week, week two was three. his bad game. Week two was his bad game. Excuse me. Um, week two was the week that Peyton Barber got most of yeah. the work. He had a good game. So it's kind of been flip-flopping. <laughs> and honestly, I don't think that's really going to change. 
as the year goes on. Um, I agree. I think it's going to stay with the hot hand, the hot hand and uh, it's going to be really frustrating. But Ronald Jones should be rostered. Absolutely. And we'll get into him later. He, he is featured in one of our segments. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. I'm still not comfortable with him as a pass catcher. Oh, not at all. No. He got one target in this game, and I don't think it's going to be... I don't think he'll ever have more than like four targets in a game. Never. Yeah. So, we'll see. Uh, Jordan Howard, huge game. 15-87, three total touchdowns. Four targets was the biggest thing. I mean, he was getting targets, and he, was, he caught them. He had a receiving touchdown that looked good. So, I mean, Miles Sanders is still a person, a very talented person. Um, Jordan Howard, I think this, honestly, is just going to serve as sort of a trap game. Oh, yeah. 100%. Because people are going to be afraid to play Miles Sanders now and want to play Jordan Howard. And they're going to play Howard next week, and he's going to have no points. And then they're going to play Miles the next week, and yep. Jordan Howard's going to have a good game. It'll be a flip-flop situation also. <laughs> so and It's, it's you know, just everyone's best guess who's going to have a big game. If you own Jordan Howard and you can send him in a package while he's hot, I would absolutely be for that. Oh, absolutely. He's a great trade-away guy for the week. Yeah. Um, and the last guy I didn't mention him while I was pulling up stats, someone that we were very low on all offseason, um, just because the rest of that offense is so good, is Austin Hooper. So he's the tight end for the Falcons, and their top wide receivers are some of the best in the league. Julio Jones, obviously in contention for top wide receiver in the league. Calvin Ridley, Mohamed Sanu. We just didn't think that there was enough targets to spread out there. thought Devonta Freeman would be getting more yeah. targets than he is. I Yeah, Yet, it's... His stats through the first four weeks in a half PPR league, 12 points, 5 points, 22 points, 20 points. It's been very impressive. He's looked great. He's gotten all the targets he, he needs to produce. Um, I think I'm still wary. I mean, I still I still don't feel great about like, ooh, Austin Hooper's my season-long tight end. Like, yeah. That doesn't feel good for me to However, say. However... The tight end landscape is so desolate. There's yeah. just nothing there that if you need a tight end and you're... I mean, Austin Hooper at this point is going to have a floor of five or six points. Yeah. And then he can blow up for these 20-point games, obviously. So I'm completely okay with... If you're missing out on the top tight ends so far this season and Austin Hooper's out there, or if Austin Hooper's your guy, I'd be, I'd be happy at this point. Yeah, I... You could definitely, I mean, start him as much as you want. I would not, just don't be afraid to drop the guy. If he's on a bye week, don't drop a, you know, good wide receiver or something to keep Austin Hooper on your roster. 100%. Right? You can, you can get by without him. Um, but certainly, certainly exciting to see a guy like that blow up. Yeah, and we've always known that he was a good tight end, but it's crazy. It's been, yeah. He's been really good so far. All right, so now we're going to actually get into our segments of the episode. Of course, we've got our news, and then we've got two new segments this week. Our first being Pick Up, Pick em, which is a game we'll play. Um, I compared two wide receivers or two running backs, and we're going to make the uh, choice between the two. And our second segment is Panic Time. Time to panic. Yeah. So we'll see if... Uh, 
any of these guys we're ready to let loose on. These are guys generally drafted pretty high or, you know, held in high esteem coming into the season that have not been good so far. Um, have been really underwhelming so far this season, and we're going to decide whether or not we are, are pushing the full panic on them and trying to move them, trying to get rid of them, maybe even dropping them. Um, yeah, let's get into it. All right, so news. Our first is, so Melvin Gordon was active last week. He was on the 53-man roster, did not play a single snap. So I think that they're just getting him back into the swing of things. Um, I didn't take that as a sign to mean anything. Um, No, no. Because, like Sam mentioned during our episode last week, Anthony Lynn was quoted saying, Gordon is the running back one, and he's playing this week. He is going to be on the active roster and this time he's going to be on the field yeah he's definitely gonna play um who are the chargers playing this week i will check right now um while he's looking that up mama gordon obviously super talented guy if he's if anthony lynn's telling the truth fire him up but he's not gonna have a full workload yet i don't think this week no it'll take him a week or two to get his legs under him to get the full workload so uh play him Still play him for sure. Just maybe don't expect you know the huge running back five, yeah, crazy numbers yet. Yeah, that's a couple weeks off. It's coming, but just give it a couple weeks. Uh, the Chargers are playing the Broncos this week, who are now without Bradley Chubb. Yeah, that's not a very and their defensive matchup. line has always has been bad already. Yeah, um, especially against running backs. I will say, still start Austin Eckler. He's gonna face a drop off, mm-hmm. but especially with Melvin Gordon warming up. Both of these guys can be top 20 running backs. If you're not going to start Austin Eckler this week, then you're not going to start him for the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah. So, start him. Um, our next, so Saquon, we talked about him last week, high ankle sprain. Yep. N- t- typically four weeks to eight weeks. Most guys, it's at least six. Right. He's already practicing. Yeah, uh, I believe I said it last week. He's a superhuman. It's, yeah. I mean, the guy's legs were made in a lab. I, I, it doesn't surprise me at all. It surprises me that he's practicing already. It wouldn't surprise me at all if he was back in two or three weeks. Yeah. So he uh, is already making cuts. I mean, he's like running on the field, practicing. "Quote unquote light running yeah. from Adam Schefter, but Adam Schefter's words, I believe, also were that he is set to demolish the four to eight week timeline." Yeah, which makes me wonder if he was misdiagnosed or if it was yeah, really like I a mean, very minor spread. Like, because <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's yeah, that's it not is Saquon, but it also is a tough injury to come back from, especially that's for so running backs. Nuts. Um, next, something we've been talking up for the past few weeks is Tyreek Hill coming back. Well, he and Damian Williams both are back at practice. Yep. Exciting stuff. Uh, Tyreek Hill, you can probably play him this week. Uh, yeah, if he's if he's Make active, sure he's I'm active. playing him. If yeah. he's active, I'm I'll, playing him. I'll be playing him too. He could always, I mean, he he's the kind of guy that needs one play to yeah. make it worth it. So he, he won't even have to be on the field the whole time if they want to ease him back into it or something. Uh, Damian Williams, I'm interested. What do you think his role is going to be like? Has it changed? Um, how does it affect? I'm sure LaShawn McCoy will still get work, but like Daryl Williams. What's Daryl Williams now? If Damian Williams is healthy, that's the big thing. Because uh, Andy Reid loves him, so he's not going to 
play him unless he's pretty healthy. Daryl Williams just becomes the the backup again. He is just right. he'll come in for a few snaps, but he's not going to be anything fantasy rel- relevant. Right. Okay. Um, I think Damian and Lashawn will both be uh, good players. Okay. And it just makes me really happy for the Chiefs. I mean, their offense has been just so poor the first few weeks. Yeah, they've they need really these been guys mean, back. Yeah, it's good. To, it's nice to see the. Uh, you know, everyone was expecting so much, and they've been underwhelming so far. Yeah. So hopefully they get back on track. <laughs> We're being sarcastic, of course. Um, I mean, this just makes Patrick Mahomes that much better. Our next bit of advice. So scary Terry McLaurin, Redskins, uh, number one receiver, missed last week, and he's back at practice. I expect him to play. Yeah, I expect him to play as well, and I expect him to be good. I mean... <laughs> It'll be interesting to see uh, how the quarterback play uh, is for that team now that they have their rookie in. But um, you know, Terry McLaurin, everything we've seen, he's a he's really talented. He's so and talented. He'll be open for some throws. He can make contested catches. So if Dwayne Haskins can throw it in his uh, vicinity, the connection will be good enough for him to produce. Yeah, um, we'll talk about this in a second. Quarterback play for the Redskins, but. Rashad Penny is our next bit of advice. He was removed from the injury report. He's back, and the Seattle Seahawks backfield now becomes some sort of a timeshare. Yeah, uh, Chris Carson had a great game last great week. Game. It um, was the Cardinals. was the Cardinals, yeah. But Pete Carroll's not the kind of guy to be like, oh, it's the Cardinals, I'm still yeah. good. So Pete Carroll, I mean, and Pete Carroll loves the guy. Yeah, he loves Chris Carson. So Chris Carson's still going to be the running back one on that team uh, by a good margin. Rashad Penny will, I think he'll get more touches than before he got hurt. Uh, I agree. Even still, I I think the the fumble problems will still they'll they'll see what they have in Rashad Penny a little bit more. Give him a little more room. I agree. Room. And Rashad Penny, if he's not rostered because he's been hurt, absolutely needs to be rostered yep. because one or two more fumbles from Chris Carson, mm-hmm. and they're going to make the change because they can't have a fumble-happy uh, running back. Yeah, and then if you have Rashad Penny, you have the potential to top 15, 12 guy if, yeah. he, if he's the one 100%. for Seattle. Uh, so pick him up if you can. Uh, Golden Tate is back from suspension. We talked about him with our ads last week, so I don't feel like we have to go too far into it. But another option for Danny Dimes. Is he the best fantasy wide receiver on that team, or is it Sterling Shepard? Sterling Shepard. I, I think agree. he's more versatile. But I agree with that. I would absolutely play Golden Tate. Um, Devontae Adams went down with that injury last week. It was a foot injury, I believe. Turf toe. Turf toe. Um, it looked really bad when he went down at first. He, he was, wouldn't. He couldn't even put a shoe yeah. on after the game. He said it was so painful. Um, so, which really, I thought he might be out at, at a couple weeks after that. Um, so he's not practicing, and he's week to week. So he's unlikely to play this Sunday. I, I doubt he plays this yeah. Sunday against the uh, against the Cowboys. Um, but he could be back next week. Yep. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I, you know, don't don't worry too much. He'll and be, he's one of those wide receiver ones who all have that pride. They want to be out there, defend why they are considered to be the best in the league. So he'll be back as soon as he can. Yeah. Uh, Christian Kirk. So he went down, and this injury looks scary. He got wrapped up. Um, but and so he's unlikely to play Sunday. But Cliff Kingsbury came out and said. 
the injury is a lot better than we expected. Um, he, he'll come back sooner than rather than later. Good news. Good yeah. news. I whoa. That was a that was a that was a pretty brutal injury. Yeah. So but good. They didn't put him on IR. Happy for Christian Kirk. Oh, know. I love the guy. Yeah. Uh, next, Marlon Mack is not at practice. He uh, went down about midway through this past Sunday, mm-hmm. um, opening things up for Jordan Wilkins and Naeem Hines, who we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, so there's a chance he doesn't play Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if he doesn't play, Jordan Wilkins, would you start him? Yes. Okay. So we'll okay. talk about that in a second. He's one of our pickup or pickums. Um, Case Keenum, going back to that Redskins quarterback situation, he's in a walking boot right now. He um, got injured, and that's why Dwayne Haskins came in. He was also playing poorly. Um, Jay Gruden said, we have no plan at quarterback. Direct quote. <laughs> like, like, come on. If you're Jay Gruden, at some point his job has to be in jeopardy. Oh, right? it is. I mean... How how can a quote like that possibly help anyone? No, I mean, it just, come on. It just feels and like the stupidest thing to say. The thing that I've been seeing a lot is if, you know, coaches that are on the hot seat a lot of times like to tie themselves to these rookie quarterbacks to see if there's any chance that ownership is like, okay, we want these guys growing together. Um, I think that Jay Gruden's a pretty smart guy who – is not going to throw Dwayne Haskins to the Wolves, I'm hoping. They're playing the Patriots this week. Their offensive line is horrible. Um, I mean, there's no good time to start, but I would not start against the Patriots. Counterpoint, Jake Gruden doesn't like Dwayne Haskins. It wasn't they, – they, it's come out – it was not his decision. He did not want to draft yeah, Dwayne Haskins. True. That was the ownership's deal. They wanted him. They brought him in. He has gone – he has gone – Against everything, everyone's wishes to keep him out. Now Case Keenum literally is a walking boot. I mean, <laughs> yeah. And Colt McCoy's healthy. He's back at practice. Yeah, so I, he could be the goodness. Redskins quarterback. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's a mess up there in Washington. If you're a Redskins fan, I'm very sorry. Uh, we'll see. I think regardless, Terry McLaurin's going to get his. He's just so talented that any quarterback that can float it to him, he'll be. I would not play him against the Patriots. No. <laughs> don't play him yeah. this week. Do not. After this week, you can play him, but yep. don't play him. Um, next few are sad. So John Ross, uh, the third-year wide receiver for the Bengals that's been lighting it up so far, uh, went down this week, and he's been placed on IR with a shoulder injury. Yep. Brutal. I mean, everyone was ready to give up on the guy, finally breaking out. Uh, and this happens. It's sad to see. <sighs> they mean, need AJ Green back. They need AJ Green back bad. Yeah. So they um, need a lot of things, but that's one of them. Yeah. And our last, so Patriots kicker Stephen Goskowski just also got sent to the IR. Um, you know, we're not big kicker people, but he's always one of the top kickers. So if you play in a league with kickers. Find another option. Yeah, feel bad for the guy. Hope he comes back. But we don't care about kickers. And yeah, and parts, I mean, so. the Patriots love this guy, so I think he'll be back next year. But Patriot Bill Belichick is also 
shows no allegiance to anyone, especially special teams players. Right. So we'll see. Uh, all the best to Steven Goskowski and his recovery, though. So let's get into our first segment, our pickup pick'em. Um, and we've got some options. And this first one is kind of crazy, considering we've been hyping up Geronimo Allison so much. Man, I really thought I really thought he was going to be the guy. Me too. Cool. I really Me did. Me too. And our other option <sighs> to pick up mm-hmm. between the two is Auden Tate. And I know everyone at home just went, who the hell is that guy? Uh, he is the Bengals' new starting receiver. Yeah, considering, too. Considering John Ross just went down, A.J. Green's still not back. Um, and this guy looks like a tight end. He's 6'5". He's yep. huge. So who are you picking? Oh, jeez. It, it hurts that I'm thinking so much about this. Um, I'm probably, I'm probably going to pick up on Tate, honestly. And be, listen, it's I'm picking these guys up. I'm, if I'm playing them, it's because I'm it's desperate. A it's a one-week thing. Yeah. It's Geronimo Allison as the third guy. Well, to, second. This well, week. second. Because, yeah. Well, hold on. Well, top. Ante is definitely the second guy in for the Bengals. They're going up against the Cardinals. If they can score against anyone, it's the Cardinals. And Auden Tate, like I said, looks like a tight end. The Cardinals play tight ends horribly. Yeah. So I'm, I, I think he has a good week this week. Geronimo Allison. I'm not sure. People are quick to say, oh, Devontae Adams is out. Geronimo is going to be, Allison's going to be great. But I'm pretty sure Jimmy Graham is going to get the biggest step up I in agree. production and targets with the uh, with Devontae Adams missing. I agree. And they're playing the Cowboys this week, and the Cowboys secondary has been pretty damn good so far this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, our next pickup or pick em, Jalen Samuels or Ronald Jones? So we talked about Ronald Jones a lot at the beginning of the episode. Jalen Samuels is the running back two on the Steelers, but he also played out of the Wildcat a lot this week. Uh, he was like a gadget player. So it's Ronald Jones versus New Orleans, or Jalen Samuels versus Baltimore. Both tough defenses. Both tough defenses. I'll take Jalen Samuels. Um, he went out of the Wildcat a lot. Yeah. And he took it, took the ball himself quite a bit. Yeah. I think we're going to see that a lot. I don't think the Steelers trust Mason Rudolph a lot. No. They'll be using Jalen Samuels quite a bit. I mean, he's going to get the work. Uh, so I, I'll take the chance on him over Ronald um, Jones. I also I'm, think he's more talented than Ronald Jones. I second that, and he can receive, which is something Ronald Jones has not proven that he can do so far. I am going to take Ronald Jones in this one, though. Um, both these guys are intriguing season long also. It's not just a one-week start. Right. And Bruce Arians, for all the talk up about his throwing it down the field, he has run the ball a good amount this season. That's true. And I think that that's probably not going to change. I mean, this Cowboys-Saints game last week was not a high scoring. The running backs did a lot of the work this past week. And I think that Ronald Jones this week, um, especially considering the uh, Steelers are playing Baltimore. Well, I would say that my last point would be that uh, Zeke went up against New Orleans last week and, and did not play well. Did not play well. Yeah, yeah. And in my humble opinion, Zeke is a little bit better than Ronald. Ah, come on, man. So we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Uh, so our next guys, 
tight ends, Ricky Seals Jones, the uh, incumbent starter, I guess, on the Browns. Now that tight end one. Now that David Njoku's been out, um, he had a pretty good week last week. Baker seems to love him. And so the matchup is him versus the 49ers or Jimmy Graham versus the Cowboys. I'll take Jimmy Graham. I yeah. said it before with the Jonathan Allison thing. I think he gets a pretty big bump up with Devontae Adams out. I do too. Um, they need a I, red zone weapon. Honestly, I would say it's pretty likely that he gets a touchdown in this game. Yeah, uh, I so agree. So I'm, I'm, I'm totally cool playing him this week against yeah. the Cowboys. Ricky Seals-Jones, uh, I like the guy. I think he's talented. Um, I need to I mean, need to see more. need to see week. more. Small yeah. sample size. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm in on Jimmy Graham also. Our next matchup is Cortland Sutton or Golden Tate. Hmm. So for context, the uh, Broncos are playing the Chargers and the Giants are playing the Vikings. Yeah, I mean, I'll take Cortland Sutton in the, in the game this week and the season long. Um, I Cortland Sutton I like what I see in the guy he's t- breaking out in a big way so far this season I, and I think I I think I trust Joe Flacco more than I trust Daniel Jones which is yeah yeah I mean know, it's hard to I say think you it's trust just, I think Joe it's by Flacco, default it's by default yeah but you know Joe Flacco hasn't done anything to impress me but yeah, I'm, I'm actually very in on Cortland Sutton. He's the wide receiver 15 so far, which is not going to continue. But um, I drafted him in fantasy drafts knowing that I, I was pretty confident that this was a breakout year for him. Yep. Golden Tate is going to be decent, especially in PPR formats. But this weekend, season long, I agree with you. Um, next, Deontay Johnson, who's the wide receiver, rookie wide receiver who's been breaking out for the Steelers, or A.J. Brown. Oh, and both of these guys are big play threats, and that's about it. They're gonna score long touchdowns or get you zero points. Probably AJ Brown. I'll take AJ Brown. I I don't know if you could hear the <laughs> the uncertainty in my voice when I said that, but uh, you know, I oh jeez. I like the Titans offense better than I like the Steelers right now. I No <laughs> And I like Marcus Marriott better than I like uh Mason Rudolph. I'm gonna save this clip of Sam saying I like the Titans oh. offense and just play that. We're gonna keep that and play that in the uh in the studio. I don't like that. Um yeah, I AJ Brown has good, looked good since game one. I he's He's always open. He's always open. And, you know, Marcus Mariota can hit an open target every once in a while. So Sometimes. You know. Um, I, yeah, I'd probably lean towards A.J. Brown also. My only thing is Deontay Johnson seems to have incredible chemistry with Mason Rudolph so far. Um, they played a lot of preseason football together. I, I'm just, I don't know how much that is worth season long, man. No, this is this week. This week? And so this week we're going to, I'll check what the are the, What are the matchups? Yeah. We have the Steelers playing. Oh man, are they on by this week? No. 
Nope. They're playing the Ravens. Okay, the, yeah, you're right. They're playing the Ravens, and the Titans are playing the Bills. I'm going Deontay Johnson. The Ravens' defensive backs, for ever, ever, anyone not aware, have not been good this year. They're missing their pass rush. A lot of those guys left in the offseason. Baltimore is not as scary as an, uh, as an opponent as they have been in years past, whereas the Bills are the best secondary in the league. <clears throat> I am still going to take A.J. Brown. All right, man. All right. For the week and for season long. For season sure. long, I probably lean towards A.J. Brown, but... I I have faith in the defensive backs for Baltimore. They're good. They're talented. More than you have faith in Mason Rudolph is what you're trying to say. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, right. I do. Well, we got to finish this segment up. Um, and our last is two Colts running backs. So if... Assuming Marlon Mack sits... Jordan Wilkins or Naeem Hines? Ooh, man. Uh, the Colts play the Chiefs? I guess I'll go with Jordan Wilkins. I am going Naeem Hines. I'm not happy with either of these guys, to be honest with you. I'm fine flexing either one of these guys. Um, I think that this is going to be a lot better of a game than people think. Jacoby Brissett's been pretty good so far this season. Um, and Jordan Wilkins is a big play threat waiting to happen. I mean, every time he touches the ball, he's kind of like Nick Chubb was last year coming off the bench, um, and I think when he gets more touches, he'll look really good. Naeem Hines is the pass catcher, and just in case this game gets out of hand, they're going to have to be throwing the ball a lot. Yeah, I... Hmm. I'm fine with either one of these guys. Eileen Hines. I, I lean Wilkins. I, Sam's I lean, having trouble with this, but the point of this exercise is to make decisions because some people, uh, myself included in some leagues, have to make decisions between guys you don't want to start. And I mean, like I, I'm just not in a situation where I would start either of these guys in any league that I'm in. I am, um, but... Eileen Hines. Eileen Sorry Wilkins. to flex on you like that. Yeah, but. come on, man. <laughs> um, uh, gross. But yeah, that that's a gross one. I'd rather pick up Jalen Samuels or Ronald Jones. Either one of those guys. I mean, fair. All right, uh, that's the end of segment one. Sam, I'll let you take over the uh, lead anchor for segment two because this is your segment. Yeah, segment two. Is it time to panic on these players? Uh, this segment's pretty near and dear to my heart because I have a lot of these players in a lot of my leagues. Uh, and I gotta be honest with you, it's, you know, it's week five. A lot of these guys haven't produced at all, and I'm kind of freaking out. Um, I would be too, man. Alright, first guy we're gonna talk about, running back for the New England Patriots, Sony Michelle. Yes. And Sony Michelle, if there are any Sony Michelle owners out there like me, it's been a frustrating ride. It's one of those things where you keep on going like, no, he's good. I Just wait. He'll Next week, it'll happen. I'm making a and, I don't know man face at Sam right and now. And it hasn't happened. And So for the people at home, his uh, best week so far has been averaging four yards per carry. I mean, his uh, past week, he averaged 3.7, and it was like, a, oh, man, maybe he's got something in him. Um, he's currently the running back 46 in half PPR. Yep. I mean, his yards per carry has not been good. And 
give let's give him let's give some background here. If you watch the games, a lot of these runs are straight the middle. You yeah. know, right at the uh, right at the defense. Their offensive line has been shaky, shaky at best in the run game so far. Yeah, they had a lot of people odds go have been down right odds have been more against Sony Michelle than you might think. And they just really haven't been running the ball as much as people might think with how good they've been winning yeah. uh, so far. Um, I have a little bit of faith left over. So we'll do it like this. We'll do a one through three. Uh, three being the most, like, pa- super panic, get him off my team. And one being, he's, uh, he's he'll be fine. So three what do you, is get him off my team. Three is like, I want to trade him. I want to please. I don't want to have to deal with him anymore. Here's I'm the deal, panicked. though. I'm panic season long. Like, I don't he's want, not what I thought. I don't want Sonny Michelle on my team anymore, but you're going to have a hard time finding value for him, so you got to keep him. I'm at a three, though. I mean, it's it does not look good. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to two. I'm going to two, and it's really close to a three. The only saving grace is Bill Belichick has come out and been like, He's our we guy. haven't been giving him the opportunities yeah. that he needs. I trust Bill Belichick a little bit, enough, and I have Sonny Michelle a lot, so it's just like it melts together. I'm very optimistic, but I need him to be good. So Yeah, you're I, a homer. But I will say, um, Sony is good, and all he needs is something to click. And he's going to be a top ten running back. So, yeah, I, um, the touchdowns can be there. It just depends on how they use him. Yeah, at the moment I'm at a three, but I mean things change. When they start resting Tom Brady, yeah, getting ready for the postseason, mm-hmm. then Sony will come in. Yeah, then. So I'm at a two. Oscar's at a three. Our next guy is David Montgomery, running back for the uh, Bears. Um. He has. It's been. It's been okay. It's been weird. It's been, the biggest problem I have with the situation is Matt Nagy. He's not yeah. using David Montgomery. No, um, especially. I mean, he's a super talented guy, and he's not using him to his strengths. Um, and I think that it's just the Bears' offense in general. But David Montgomery, I'm at a two. We got over the Mike Davis experiment, and people thought. And me too. We're like, okay, great. We Here can we get are. on with our lives. I tried to go. trade for him. And then Cordell Patterson <laughs> comes out of nowhere. And that's just like... Way worse. That's like... Using Cordell Patterson is like, okay, we don't know what to do. We're trying to be tricky. Throw a wide receiver in the running back position. Why? Yes. Why? You have David Montgomery. You draft him high. Use the guy. I mean, yeah. geez, so Matt Nagy's. I I still believe he's a great offensive coach. I just it's baffling to me. So yeah, he is the running back twenty nine and half PPR. Um, I'm a two. Like I said, I'm. I, I think it'll get better. I'm like a one point five. Yeah, that, I'm, yeah, I'm. I'm. It'll. There are better days ahead. Matt Nagy's yeah. not going to be this stupid. Stupid all year. It'll come around. I mean. And hey, Mitchell Trubisky's not playing this week, so they might look pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Chase Daniels time. Let's do it. I've heard a lot of people say joke about, um, you know, Chase Daniels a replacement level quarterback. So the Bears' offense is finally going to look okay again. I'm right there. I'm I'm at the front of that charge, man. Oh man. All right. Next player. Another bear. 
Yep. And this is kind of, you know, there's a theme here. The Bears' offense in general, their their offensive players, are you worried about them? Allen Robinson, though. I am at a 1.5 also because he's just so good. He's a... You watch Bears games, and he is wide open almost every single route. He's such a good route runner. He's so fast. He's the wide receiver 32 so far. Um... He is getting his share in the offense. It's just the offense has not looked good enough for that share to matter. Yeah. I mean, 32 is still a, a wide receiver three, but you drafted him as a high wide receiver two. It's like a mid middle of the pack wide receiver three. Yeah. I. It's rough. I... I have I'm I'm a full two for Allen Robinson because I'm more worried about him than David Montgomery only because Mitchell Trubisky. He doesn't have to depend. It's yeah, Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. I mean, I don't believe in him, so it's hard to believe in his his receivers. Yeah. So and we're not even going to talk about uh, um, Anthony Miller because well he's been injured. Yeah. Uh, and Taylor Gabriel had that three touchdown game. So yeah. Who knows what's going on in that <laughs> offense right now? All right, uh, on to the next guy, Juju Smith-Schuster, wide receiver for the Steelers, and this is this is an interesting one because it has nothing to do with him at no. all. Not even a little bit. I mean, he's still just as talent, uh, just as talented as he was. Yeah, it didn't have to do with Allen Robinson either. It's just crazy because Juju Smith-Schuster could be like a wide receiver, top three wide receiver in fantasy. Yeah. And talent-wise, he's a top-five wide receiver in the league. Yeah, but, uh, but Mason Rudolph, that's... I'm at a three. I'm I'm at like a 2.5. So, I, so he's the wide receiver 39 so far, and the only reason that he's not way lower is he had that 81-yard touchdown. That's true, that's true. I'm at, a, I'm, 70, at, I'm at a two because um, he had a really bad week this past week. He only had three points, I think. Yeah. But they won by... 25 points yeah and they were up the whole game whole game they didn't they didn't have to try and move the ball down the field they're not going to be up in many games uh they're not they're deep they they won't be up their defense is going to keep them in a lot of games so i don't think it's going to be a checking down the field type of thing i am lower on the steelers right now than you are i i'm lower on the steelers defense too i think they have a good defense yeah I think they. I think this game last week is making people think they're a great defense. No, I mean they played the Bengals. So, yeah, they yeah. played the Bengals. So I, I think they're gonna have to throw the ball. They're not gonna yes. be able to. They're not gonna be able to wildcat no. it down no. the field every game. No, they're gonna have to throw the ball. Deontay Johnson's been getting more points these last two weeks, and yeah. he looks like he has the rapport with Mason Rudolph. But Mason Rudolph and. Uh, um, James Washington. I was gonna say Tomlin, their coach. Okay, they're not stupid. No. They know who their and best players I, are. I want to say Mike Tomlin is not stupid. He, I think that he's been trying to get Mason Rudolph to run whatever type of offense it's been the past few weeks. But if you've watched Mason Rudolph in the preseason, which I'm not saying equates at all, or in college, he had a decent arm, and they've not been trusting that at all. I think that when it when games start to get a lot closer, they're going to have to start trusting that. Absolutely. You saw it this past week. They got James Conner involved. Yeah, they 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 went back to the drawing board. They said, "All right." They realized they're not using one of their best players. They got him involved. That's going to happen with Juju. Yeah, and Juju wasn't upset this game that he didn't do well because they won. They won by they won big. But if yeah. he's if this is 
the norm, they're going to be problems. They're going to be clashing. I'm they're going to get him to I'm going to drop back down to a two. I think you're right. I think he's good most weeks for at least 10 points. Yep. But he's not, I mean, his ceiling's not there anymore. <clears throat> All right, the next guy, Stefan Diggs, wide receiver for the Minnesota Vikings. He's the wide receiver 56 so far. Ooh, gross. I'm at a three. I'm at a three, too. Yep. They are running the ball like nobody's business. Even when they're losing. And when they throw it, yeah, even when they're losing, they're running. And when they throw it, it's Adam Thielen. So, not last game, but it was the Bears who have always covered Adam Thielen well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I. Kirk Cousins does not look good. How many points did Stefan Diggs have this past week? 14. Trade him. Trade Stefan Diggs this week. He can if still. You can, he can if you still. Can. He can still get something. He has a name. That people will trade for. There are people in our league I know that would trade for Stefan Diggs yeah. right now. There are people in most leagues out there that will trade for him, trade him for for uh, for what you can get for him. It's bad. It's a real bad, bad. It's a bad situation. All right, uh, Mike Williams, and this, this is the product Chargers of wide receiver. Yeah, Mike Williams. this is a product of a lot of injury problems. Yes. Um, I'm at a one. I'm at a one. Yeah, I he's been getting the work when he's on the field. Yeah. It hasn't correlated to points yet, but it will. I mean, yeah. he's getting the targets. He's getting the he's getting the, you know the red zone looks. <clears throat> it'll come for him. Um, so we talked about at the beginning of the season when Melvin Gordon decided to hold out. Keenan Allen was going to be the biggest recipient, and that was because he's their best player. Philip Rivers is going to have to hyper-target them to keep them in game. Hyper-target him to keep them in games. Right. Melvin Gordon's back. This offense is going to get a lot more dynamic. Um, Mike Williams is back from injury. We're going to see an offense that looks a little more like last year's where Mike Williams got 10 touchdowns. Yeah. Not saying that he's going to score 10 touchdowns again. I just think he's going to come closer to returning the value of where you drafted him. He'll have more targets than he did last year, for, for sure. sure. More receptions. Um, and I think he will have quite a few touchdowns. Yeah. Probably not double digits, but he'll have quite a few. This is a perfect. This is the perfect time to trade for him. Yeah. While he's coming back from injury. I agree. So get him for cheap. Last guy on the list, Robbie Anderson. And in parentheses, I have the Jets receivers in general. Mainly, it's just him and Jameson Crowder. Really, that we care about. That, yeah. yeah, that we care about right now in fantasy. Um, are we panicked about them? It, um, uh, Sam Darnold's looking it, like looking he's like he's going to play this week. Yeah, um, and if not this week, then next for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, which is a good sign. What do you think? I mean, I'm at a one. There's no worry. Um, Robbie and Sam have incredible rapport. I mean, you watched the last few weeks of last season. They could not stop. That connection could not stop. Um, I think that they're, the Jets are going to have to try and keep themselves in games better. Yeah. And so Robbie's going to be... I mean, he's the best receiver on that offense. I didn't want to say best talent because Le'Veon Bell is. I will say you didn't put him down on the list, but uh, Jamison Crowder has been playing really well so far. I think Chris Herndon coming back in two weeks is going to hurt that. Um, yeah, yeah, I can see that. I, I think it will. Um, Robbie, I mean, he had the week one game with Sam Donald and did not look pretty, only at three and a half points or so, but he's always been that guy. He's always yeah. been the guy. He's, he's a boomer bust. Yeah, he's a boomer bust guy. And he's going to get back to that, to the booms, um, once Sam Donald comes back. Maybe not the first week back. Sam Donald might be a little slower this week. 
Um, give him some time. Let the let the report come back. It'll be there. I I think I think the Jets in general will be a lot better. Obviously, <laughs> with I mean, Sam Darnold over Luke Falk. Um, on Jameson Crowder. I, I still think he's going to get like oh, eight his, targets a game at least. I, I think he's going to get yeah, targeted. I, but he's not going to be that f- 10 to 15 target guy. Um, no, probably not. Um, but yeah, this this Jets offense, I'm, I'm at a 1-4. I mean, they haven't had their quarterback. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's well, all I got for you. That is the end of segment two and the end of the episode. We really appreciate you guys coming in, tuning in again. Um, episode nine was a blast. Feel like we won the Super Bowl. It it does, you know. There's, I it may I don't know if it's uh, just a feeling inside or if it's all the confetti that's currently falling yeah. from the rafters, but it really does feel like the Super Bowl uh, in here right now. Yeah. Well, again, thank you guys. Make sure to share us with your friends, uh, like and subscribe on all major podcast streaming services, and if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. Um, that'll help spread the word. Reach out to us. We'd love to talk to you guys. It's why we do it. Um, Love you guys.